You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right, welcome to the Geek End Update. Yes, welcome. So for those of you who don't know, we're a married couple, and uh, we are passionate about each other and all things geeky, so yep. we started a podcast. I'm Wendy. I'm Scott. We also have my nephew, Brandon. Hello. And Randy, our sound engineer. What's up? Randy makes us sound good, even though we don't always. <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> Uh, so welcome. As usual, we love this to be an interactive thing both during the show and after the show. Yep. So uh, if you wish to call in, uh, you can use the number uh, 248-579-5260 to call in at any time during the show. We'd love to hear uh, thoughts and comments whenever. Questions. Yeah, definitely ask us questions. We love those. Uh, you can also, uh, if you're a little bit shy and don't really want your voice to be heard, uh, you're free to email us at thegeekendupdate at gmail.com or uh, Facebook us. You can message us or, or even comment on one of our posts. We'll both we'll see it uh, at, at the Geek End Update. It's on Facebook. Uh, you can also tweet and follow us um, at the Geek End Update uh, for the Twitter. It is... Uh, update spelled U-P-D-8. The number eight. Yes, the number eight. <clears throat> uh, and uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I have other writing here, but that does not pertain to being talked about. So, <laughs> so and yeah, and that's uh, Brandon is really awesome at, at keeping up to, you know, watching that and everything. So he sees whenever someone messages us or does a comment or all that kind of stuff. So it is, it is in fact monitored live for sure. Yep. He is, he is our social media Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as we are um, letting you boot that up and everything, uh, we want to let you know that our um, show today is sponsored by Notable Expressions Wedding Invitations. Looking to have an event that is truly unique? Then you should contact Dominique of Notable Expressions Wedding Invitations. For weddings, birthdays, special occasion announcements, and even graduations, Dominique can make your cards and invitations a creation that's totally you. She's amazing. She did our podcast logo and even created our wedding invitations and, invitations and table cards. So our wedding could be our theme all of the way. Uh, just looking at her work will assure you that she can tackle any project, however unique it is. Go to www.notableinvitations.com to check her out and contact her for anything that you need. So, yep. She really is fantastic. She really is. Um, but speaking of Hawkeye, so... Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have news. The Geek yeah. End Update brings you this Geek End Update. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, hit it, Wendy. So I was super excited <laughs> when I saw this. We were in the middle of of Chili's, and I got a little loud. That's <laughs> not. It's it's like me, but <laughs> I got really loud. So um, I know on our first podcast we talked about like upcoming superhero movies that are coming out, and the Avengers have actually moved up their release date. It was May 4th. It is now slated to come out April 27th. So it's pretty <laughs> awesome stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. 
I am. Yeah. And did you see AMC announced they're going to do a marathon? All MCU <laughs> movies, 31 hours of movies yeah. leading up to Avengers Infinity War. I want to know who has time for that, though. <laughs> I am strongly considering taking several days off to do it. I will. I will yeah. be totally for that. I'll be like, uh, you know what? I understand why he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think of us. Have a beer in our name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a friend that was like, I'm not sure if I could stay awake that long. I'm like, well, you know, there's at least a couple movies you could pick to nap during. Yeah, Thor <laughs> two. Yeah, that one was. Yeah, I feel like I, that's one of the ones I Iron want a refresher in. I could nap through Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man was good. I mean, it's it's good, but I've seen it so many times no. that I could nap through it. <laughs> I know. I I love that movie that I could watch it over and over and over again. Though I mean, I know I can. Also, but, it's yeah. uh, AMC, so they have the freestyle machine, so you can load up your extra large drink with uh, oh yeah your favorite caffeinated beverage and yeah get all the extra flavorings in it. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Cherry vanilla up, Coke up the caffeine caffeine content of Mountain Dew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I don't even know. I know with Coke, you could probably oh, put like put, a shot of espresso. They should put energy drinks in those fountains. <gasps> that would probably kill some people. It would. <laughs> <laughs> there, there needs to be a great big warning label if that were to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was thinking, you know, if you distilled Mountain Dew, could you like really purify the amount of caffeine in it and just, you know, keep adding more and you know, getting rid of the... the I mean, liquid. caffeine is fatal at a certain point, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, you want to be careful. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's not plan a heart attack on... The on other Earth. exciting news about Avengers is announced today, I believe it was, is the official runtime is 156 minutes. That is over two and a half hours of movie. Yep. I'm wow. so ready for this. It kind of reminds me of Lord of the Rings. You know, Lord of the Rings were so long and everything that was... Yeah. So well, I mean, with be, all the stuff that we've seen in the trailer, it has to be long to it touch has it on. Well, when yeah. you have that many superheroes in a movie, too, like there's, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, because, you know, Doctor Strange, then you have all of the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy is coming. I mean, it's crazy awesome. Yeah. I, Everything I, that's coming. I saw a chart actually earlier today that uh, <clears throat> was literally a, a scale of how likely your hero is going to survive. And it had like all the heroes that are going to be in the movie listed from like green to like, we're so sorry. <laughs> it's not even red. It's sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, the other, the other, the other news that we have is, I mean, everyone knows, but we wanted to give a shout out. It's not as exciting. It's actually quite depressing, but Stephen Hawking passed away. You know, and talk about geekdom at its best. I mean, he guest starred on everything, including Big Bang Theory. I mean, it's great thoughts yeah. and theories. And I mean, just a man in of it. I'm just it's it's really sad that that we lost a great mind. So he was the only person to ever play himself on Star Trek. I oh, I wow. did not know that. Yeah, I was on the next generation playing poker in the holodeck with Data and That's right. Albert Einstein and I don't remember who the fourth player was. Yeah. I, that was I've a, never seen that Star was, Trek. That was a fun intro oh. to, to an episode. I know, it's on my list. I know. Dun dun dun. I, I got her into I lost a, my geek card. I got her into a few episodes. She's interested, just time is limited. Yeah. And you know, it's hard to get a seven year old interested. Yeah. So it will happen eventually. It will happen eventually. But yeah. I had so. to look it up. The fourth player was Isaac Newton. Oh, <laughs> it makes sense. That's right. It makes sense. 
I probably could have guessed it. He was one of the three that I would have put out there. But yeah. yeah. With Maxwell. Being one of them. Maxwell. Yeah. He was not one that I chose. He's the father of my study. Well, that's fine, but not very many people <laughs> know that. So and it's I'm thinking of like my study that most people I'm don't thinking know like that. the <laughs> <laughs> But but you know, so we'll go back to well, you know, we'll say, you know, rest in peace, Stephen Hawking, you know, you will be missed. Great minds, you know, up in the sky should beam down some ideas for for some of us. But um but going back to some exciting stuff though, you know, we talked about the Avengers trailer. Another trailer that came out this week was for Fantastic Beast 2. Yep. So, in honor of that, today's topic is Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> so, um, I I actually am kind of ashamed to say that I have not read the books in years. Um, <laughs> She's ashamed to say in years. We. I was shaking my head with you. Because I've never read the books, period. And then yeah. you said in years. And I was like, oh, yeah, never. Scott, <laughs> Scott joins you in that, though. Yes. Scott only read part of the first book and has not touched the rest of them. I've seen all the movies, though. Yeah. Now, I know I liked the book. It was just other things came up. I got class assignment readings and stuff. So, And then I discovered a love for Michael Crichton. You know, Jurassic Park. It won. It won? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can say it won if you haven't finished any of the books of Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm just saying it won my interest at the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Brandon is on the same page with me, though. We've yeah. read the books multiple times. It's, um, been, it's been a couple years, though, yeah. since like high school for me. And that's already over for like five years already. The last time I read them through. So st- when Stephen was a baby, I just I'm I used to be such a huge reader. When I had the time, like plain and simple, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that I would, I'd be that person that would be like, I can survive on two hours of sleep and finish this book. You know, that was, that was me. And um, so when he was, when he was born, I would read books to him and I'm not talking like baby books. I'm talking like I was reading Da Vinci Code to him and, you know, angels and demons and, um, you know, some like even some of the the books that uh, Stephen's father kind of had on his shelf that shouldn't be mentioned on air, you know. So, <laughs> but once Stephen started, like you know, because when he was newborn, I'd start reading like after you know after he nursed and everything, and he'd stay awake for maybe ten minutes and then fall asleep. So I didn't mind just you know lulling him to sleep. But then as he got a little older, like you know five or six months. He stayed awake a little longer and I saw him kind of, it looked like he was like interested in what I was saying. Now I know it was probably just him interested in whatever words were coming out of my mouth. But I was like, I think I'm going to try like some more kid friendly books. So I went to Harry Potter and I read him the entire series from the point when he was like, you know, five and a half months to about two years old. And that was the last time that I I, I read it to him. So... <laughs> was and and that I read them in general. So, but um I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I I read the book several times when I was younger. So, Brandon, what was your favorite book? Which one of them? Oh, that that's really hard. I I think that I like The Order of the Phoenix okay. the most. It's the longest book. 
And it definitely, I feel like, is a lot of the fifth movie is disappointing to me because of what happens okay. in the fifth book. I feel like that that's like a general thing. Like if someone, if if your favorite book, it just didn't live up to. I feel like the first three movies were really good. I feel like they matched the books pretty well, actually, especially for, you know, like cinematic purposes. I think they matched. But as soon as we hit the fourth, that's when it kind of started going downhill. I mean, they should have started making two to three movies for each of the books at that point is my, you know, my favorite was Goblet of Fire. So I was super disappointed in the movie just because that that was my favorite book and i feel like they did not do a good job at all you know at all with it yeah i really liked the deathly hollows though too like the deathly hollows and goblet of fire like side and side i would say maybe deathly hollows now that i'm thinking about it might be my favorite it was just because they weren't at sc- it wasn't nor- like the normal rest of the six years they weren't at school they were off doing their own thing and it was interesting to see them get out there instead of just being at the school. There was a lot for of for most like, of the book. There was a lot of depth in that book too. Yeah. You know, they they were dealing with a lot of crap. You know, th- you know, they were dealt trying to find all of the Horcruxes, and you know, dealing with with the death of several, several of yeah several, several of their people. comrades. Um, you know, and and for those of you who haven't read or watched the movie, sorry, spoilers, shut off your. You're recording right now, <laughs> but you know, Dumbledore <laughs> dies in, in the sixth. So, sorry, Randy, you can't run away. No, I was going to say, it's, uh, I've seen all the movies, but oh, okay. uh, <laughs> it's probably beyond the point where you need to give spoiler warnings. Yeah. It's, it's been quite a while. It's so yeah. true. I just had it's, to, it's a, you know, well, because what about like kids, you know, like, I, I mean, chances are kids probably aren't listening to us, but maybe their parents are and they're in the periphery. Parents, shield your five-year-old's ears now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, kids, stop listening 30 seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, I mean, because I feel like, you know, the cool thing about Harry Potter is I feel like it's it's timeless. You know, I feel like it's an era in and of itself, but it's something that, that every generation is probably going to come into it in their own way. You know? You know, on the car ride over here, Brandon was saying that it, that watching the movies, you know, at the, at the end, it was just the end of an era. And I said, it's true. It really is. You know, we grew up with it. You know, and so now we've got the Fantastic Beasts coming out, you know, years after the last movie. So we got like a new, for lack of a better term, a new generation coming out, you know. And for me, the interesting part of this is we didn't have books to read before seeing the movies. So it's a different way of of watching the movies. I thought there was a Fantastic Beasts book. I thought it, no, it came out after the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, it came out after the movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, did I totally just mess everything up? No, no, it came out after the movie and it was more based off the movie. It was more like a screen. Yeah, because I've got it. Yeah. I bought it. So, you know, it was for everyone who went into the Harry Potter movies with the books in mind, you know, there there was something to compare it to or something that you were, um, uh, like, like, had something to reference you know and with fantastic beasts we didn't you know so it was a it was definitely a new way to uh to watch so i have not seen the fantastic beasts yet you should probably get on that i don't know how i feel about it i feel like it should have just been done and said and over with after you know book seven movie uh, movie eight were over but this is before it's it's not really harry potter yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind like of a its own thing in lesson. the history of 
I mean, in the in the world of Harry Potter, and also it's a uh, expansion of the world because you know Harry Potter revolved mostly around Europe. Uh, yeah, Fantastic Beasts is America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that like in the Goblet of Fire, they they touched on that there were other, you know, because you had yeah. you know because it was the other Tri-Wizard, schools came, you know, yeah. yeah. So the other schools yeah. came. And but we never learned much about them. No, we didn't. You know, and and that's for, I'm just saying it was touched upon that there are more out there. You know, so for this though, I mean, it was really cool because we knew a little bit about you know the the character because it was one of the books that they had to use and and referenced in the Harry Potter books. Yeah. And and so, you know, you kind of you kind of it is tied in, but it's not it really had nothing to do with the Harry Potter stuff other than that it was in the Potter world. Oh, no, I'm 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 still feeling very loyal to just Harry Potter. I feel a little bit betrayed knowing that there's other stuff going on in that universe. only those people existed and only you know only in that little realm for brandon like no nothing else existed that's the whole world right there just the world through harry's view okay so if that's the case though then like how do you feel about the epilogue at the end of deathly hollows i was conflicted i was very conflicted about the ending of deathly hollows i don't know it just it felt like the end like uh, the end of an era again like because i read the books around the same time the movie like the final movies were coming out i mean i had read that like started reading the like first few when i was in middle school but i didn't start getting serious until i entered high school and i started going through them really quickly and so when that when you know the last movie was coming out i was finishing the last book too so (sighs) the ending was very conflicting it felt like like i said the end of an era because yeah. you see him you, you read it as well and i very visual reader here and you know i just see harry saying goodbye to his kids going to hogwarts and that's just like oh god this is a whole new start that they could have i mean they did yeah they did do another start to it just later on yeah yeah i I thought it was kind of a nice way to tribute you know but again i know that i've said it in previous episodes I just don't like the pairings that happened. You know, I always thought Harry and Hermione should have been a thing. So I feel like I see that more in the books than I do in the movies, but I that that just might be because of the the chemistry between the actors. At well, the yeah, time. and I know we talked about it before, yeah. but I think that J.K. Rowling should not have signed off on her rights until she finished her books because I feel like even like the last few books were influenced off of like the chemistry of the actors who played the roles. I really do. You know, I feel like because there was more chemistry between, you know, Hermione and and Ron in the movies, you know, and forgive me because I'm totally blanking on his name. So I don't want to be like, you know, Emma Watson and and Rupert Grint. Wait, no. The one that plays Ron, right? Ron, Ron, yes. uh, Rupert Rupert Grint. Grint. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Like, whoa. Sorry, I was Whoa. I, was, I know I Daniel Radcliffe. I was following different you know, I thought you were referring to your No, your no, no. No. So in no, yeah. in in the movies, the you know, the actors had way like those two, you know, Emma and Rupert had way more um way more chemistry. And I feel like that that's what influenced them getting together in the last few books. Yeah. Although do you do you wonder if perhaps that inspiration was was more organic? And that, you know, maybe 
J.K. Rowling was was looking at it and being like, you know, no, because she even she even she even put in writing that she regretted doing that. She regretted doing it. Okay. You know, she regretted making that pairing. She, I mean, she regretted a lot of stuff for the last few books and everything. And I really do feel like it was because she was influenced off of stuff that happened in the first few movies. Yeah. So I don't know how true or credible this is, but a long time ago, I, I thought I heard that her initial plan was to kill off Ron in the end of the series. Ooh. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> oh. That would just change things. Well, it definitely would have meant that Hermione and Ron would not have gotten. Together. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like you know the 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 pair that were meant for each other though was Harry and Ron. Yeah. What is it with you and all the bromance? No matter what we talk about, there's a bromance that, thing that's coming. That around. is clearly why Harry married Ginny, you know, so that he could be brothers <laughs> with Ron officially. You know, you, you, you've never been in a room with him while we're watching like, like, you know, so, you know, we grew up with Boy Meets World. And so we started watching Girl Meets World, which I loved. And I was so upset that they didn't bring back. But um, he's sitting there and we're watching it and everything. And he goes, he goes, there's the real love, Sean and Corey. <laughs> Sean and Corey was the real love. I mean, and they, they, they played on that, too, in the show, too, you know, <laughs> Topanga's like, what? But, but you know, basically the Scrubs to, thing to evidence my, uh. <laughs> my Harry and Ron thing. There was a scene where uh, Ron gave Harry uh, a new wand, and you know, and Ron's like, "I'm sorry, it's only eight inches." And Harry's like, "Ron, it's perfect." Because he looks at him deep in his eyes. <laughs> what is going on? Do you, do you see what I live with? Sounds like he's just starting to write fan fiction out loud. <laughs> No, There's probably already written I, fan fiction I, on this. I, I I have made it my own personal fan fiction based off of you know a spoofed attempt of fan fiction for Harry Potter, yeah. where it all revolves around. <laughs> Finish your thought. The, 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 <laughs> hidden, the hidden relationships in Harry Potter, you know, like the only reason Voldemort really went mad was because he loved Dumbledore, but Dumbledore loved Hagrid. <laughs> What is, what going is going on, on here? <laughs> I feel like we should kick Scott out for the rest of this. Scott, are you okay? <laughs> like, like maybe I should have vetted some of your your comments before making this episode. I don't understand what's happening right now. <laughs> um, but since we're talking about characters, um, and and Scott, I guess this can't really like pertain to you. Well, the question I'm, I'm about to pose. They're excluding me again. Bye, folks. <laughs> you, you're kicked out. Yeah, kicked out. Kicked out. No, but, well, I'll, I'll ask who, like, who's your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? Yes. Hmm. I mean, I have to go with Luna Lovegood. Okay. And, and since, you know, so I, I can't ask part two of the question. Brandon, who's <laughs> your favorite character in the movies? In the oh, movies. he had all right. All right, he had it no, ready. No, so okay, it is no, all right in the no. books. No, because this this goes with my question. Okay, well, who is your favorite character in the book? Since you were ready to answer, what I was... have you know? Because I feel like it's a little weird not to pick out of the the first three because you see them so often, you, you deal with them so often. It, it, it's okay to appreciate side characters because I have much love for some of them. But hands down, Hermione is the best character. Okay, I, I, I just love Hermione, but. Then the second close character would have to be Luna as okay. well. So, 
All right. So, but all right. So let's go back to Hermione. Yeah. It, Hermione, I, from like in the books, I would assume she's your favorite character in the books or in the movies? Both. Both. Yeah. Okay. Because my, my question was because of the adaptations, could like, I wonder how many people's favorite characters differ from books versus movies. Because I know mine does. A- Emma Watson is literally <laughs> Hermione. Uh, if anyone would like to call in uh, about you know, answer that question, you know, re- a reminder, our number is 248-579-5260. Or, or reach Friendly us on the other stuff, too. Or reach yeah, us on sure. the other social media. Yeah, I really don't think that anyone, uh, there could have been a better like person to play Hermione than Emma Watson. I agree with you. I do. But Hermione's not my favorite character. Shame. I, I, shame shame. You. What do you mean shame? No. Shame. Neville is mine. Oh, that's that's really funny, though. <laughs> I feel like Neville, like, in number one, he grew so much. Like, so character development was on point with was, him. yeah. He was pretty cool. Um, But he was also just, you know, he was he was such a good friend, but also, like, just a great support system, too. As I mean, well I still... One. Yeah, he was one of the yeah. two chosen ones. He was, yeah. yeah. So, um, but my, my thing is, is, is also, like think about it you know and this book this happened in both the the book and the movie if i'm remembering correctly but when he stands up to them when the three of them are going to sneak out of the house you know of, of early uh, years like first first year i believe it was yeah first so year. Song yeah. when they, they were going to go off to yeah. do that and he's like nah so you know so there's um you know so he was like no no i'm not i can't let you do this you know like no and Hermione says, I'm really sorry, Neville. And she petrifies him, yeah. you know? Um, but I mean, like, like he was, he was always just looking out for them, you know? And um, in, in the fourth movie, he's the one that brings Harry the gillyweed or jillyweed or however you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, I know you don't know this, Scott, but in the book, it's Dobby. Yeah. Dobby is the one like they, like Dobby has a really big part in the in the fourth book and he wasn't even mentioned in the movie really the you el- know the, the house elves were overlooked in general in the movies versus the books because there's the whole thing where Hermione was like part of she was leading an organization for equal yeah, rights equals on rights for the elves elves yeah. in the books but yeah. never once really mentioned in the movies I think maybe briefly but I don't even think it was I don't ever know mentioned. I don't think so. Yeah, I made the characters really just not care about the plight of the house elves other than giving Dobby a sock. I mean, I mean, Dobby was brought up, you know, I mean, he he had his spots in the movies. It was just, I feel like it was, it probably saved them some money and a lot of like, you know, computer graphics time and everything if they just didn't put him in the, in the fourth movie, because he did have a lot, a lot of role in the, in the fourth book, but he wasn't there at all in the fourth movie. And, uh, so, but that's kind of what, like, like for those of you who like, who I, I'm sure Dobby's got to be someone's favorite character. So, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, but that's my thing. Like, can you, can you really say that he's your favorite character in both the books and the movies? If he wasn't in half the stuff in the movies and <clears throat> he should have been, that's, you know, that's, that's where my, my question came posed, you know, is, is like, because like I said, my, my favorite character differs from the movies and the books. You know, in the books, it's Neville, one hundred and ten percent. It's you know, but I feel like he was kind of overlooked a lot in the movies until like the end. You know, so um, he's not my favorite character 
in the movies. So who's, you know, who's your favorite character in the movies? It, <laughs> I know it's really silly, but I love Hagrid. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think, I, mean, I think he, Robbie Coltrane made a perfect Hagrid. I really a cannot fitting character for you as well. <laughs> he's a what? He's a fitting character for you as well. Why? Like being, All the animals. Being an animal he loves. Lover. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like him. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, it, he, his love for Harry came out in the books for sure. You know, he was so protective and everything of, of him in the books. He was, but I really feel like, like, his character was was bigger, and I I don't mean that pun intended, but his character was bigger on screen than it was in the book. I really do. So so to me, my favorite movie character is Hagrid, but my favorite book character is Neville. I also feel completely different about Luna Lovegood from the books to the movies. I like her better in the movies. I do. And maybe I, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know the story about how the actress who plays Luna Lovegood. I don't know if you know the story. I think I told you before. I, think it might have been I told. do know it. Okay. Yeah. So she suffered from anorexia, and when she went to get, she went to get like one of her books signed by J.K. Rowling, and she got to you know talk to her and everything. J.K. Rowling found out that she was suffering from anorexia, and she was in and out of the hospital, and everything, and she says. If you can take care of yourself and start eating and doing what you're supposed to be doing, I will get you an audition for Luna Lovegood. And she got better. It 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 gave her a goal and it and she got better and she tried out and she got the role. And I I think she was cast perfectly. I love yeah. her. She was fantastic. Yeah, she, was, she did a great job. So maybe there's a little bit of like, you know, like a emotional attachment to her in the movies, you know? So for me, because I like her better in the movies than I do in the books. I I don't dislike her in the books, but I like her better in the movies. And I'm sure, I mean, I I can't be the only one that thinks stuff like this. I can't be. I I mean, I know I'm weird, but I can't be that weird. (laughs) (laughs) There's gotta be, there's gotta be some people out there that, that, you know, feel this way. If you agree with her, feel free to contact us on our social media or call us. (laughs) (laughs) Keep plugging that in, babe. Um, but you know, like, and and seriously, after the show too, we'd love to hear your, you know, your thoughts on it and everything. Um, we've had some discussions. I know. Shout out to uh, to to Josh. He actually, you know, did some some feedback on a couple of our episodes when we, you know, when we post some questions. He couldn't listen live. He said so. He posted his answers on on our social media. So we do, you know, as well as to uh. I, Trying to remember if I remember how to pronounce this. I sulfur for uh, you know chatting with me about some of our episodes. So yeah, I mean it's just, um, but yeah, I mean I'm sure that there's there's other people like me out there. There's got to be. Um, so, uh, going back to whole though, like like going to be watching, you know, because we we had books that the books going into the Harry Potter movies, but we're not going to have those coming into the fantastic, you know, fantastic beasts. We didn't have it for the first one. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there's not a book out for the second one. Yeah. Unless you it, did some Googling. So, uh, fantastic beasts was published in 2001. Uh, after the movie was released, there was a 2017 edition with six extra creatures and a forward by newt. Was it available oh, okay. in the U S I don't know. Because I, I was not aware of it. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, there we go. Either we way, it was new. probably close enough to an 
the movie. It probably wasn't as big. Very, yeah. Probably wasn't as as big, though, because I know a lot of people didn't know enough going into it, you know. So I don't know if it just wasn't released in the USA or it just wasn't, you know. Yeah, somehow not advertised. Publicized? Yeah, I don't know. Um, is there is there a Fantastic Beast two book? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, just because the the movie, I think the whole set of movies is based off of this just this one book. Oh yeah, actually, no, I I think I do remember the book and that it did it was a bit of a splash, but I don't think it actually detailed the events of the movies. Not so much. It it's uh, it it's got some scary, right? Yeah, mostly bestiary. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It, okay. has, it has a little bit about Newt, but not yeah. super. Okay. Because right. so, the yeah. book was, right. I, so, book was I remember, written by Newt. I remember when that book came out because I was actually, I was kind of wanting to get that book. I never did get around to it. But Okay. So, but there's not like something that it yeah, was like not, adapta- like not, not an actual like story like that one. Okay. It's, it was a little, just pretty much like the textbooks from Harry Potter. It was, you know, fantastic piece and where to find them. Okay. So, yeah. So, so. All right. That's that why sense, when so. the movie came out, I wasn't really uncertain as to. What what kind of movie it was going to be? I'm like, is this going to be like a Steve Irwin type thing where it's this almost a you know <laughs> documentary about Fantastic? That would have been sweet though. I actually would have gotten behind that as well. They could make that into a Netflix film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, get on that. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, do we have any like theories going into the second one? I, I mean, you, if you haven't seen the first one, Brandon, I guess you're you're out of this discussion. So now, now you've been kicked. <laughs> I'm fine with being kicked out. I'll just sit here. <laughs> Do you have any theories going into into the second one? Because I don't. That's my thing. Like I don't. Yeah, I think I had read some just the theories, but I decided to avoid that article. <laughs> I know you've been reading more into the controversies instead of the <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm excited with the Dumbled with Dumbledore, you know, being a younger version of himself. And this, I don't know how I feel about Jude Law being cast as Dumbledore, though. I don't know. I, kinda I like mean, it. I do like Jude Law. I do. It's not that I I have anything against him. I just I don't. I don't. I don't know. It I, just doesn't I feel like, like, like he's I not feel... the first one that pops in my head when when you say young Dumbledore. Like he's not <laughs> the first one that pops in my head. I mean, originally, I would agree with you. But like when when I'd heard that, you know, there was supposed to be a younger Dumbledore in there, I do feel like he fits it more because I had to think about it. And, you know, Dumbledore was a Gryffindor. And whereas I was originally imagining his, you know, his character yeah, as more of a, a Ravenclaw-esque person, more sage-like and whatnot, I, I feel like the actor comes off more Gryffindor-like than I I feel was. like we need a Dumbledore movie. Just like 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 how Dumbledore came to be Dumbledore. Oh, I have a feeling they'll be milking this franchise for decades <laughs> to come. So I mean, and and you know, it is very very possible they're going to sprinkle in some of that in this new movie. Well, it's possible, but I mean, like like he didn't become head you know headmaster until after you know Tom you know Tom Riddle came. Yeah. So, and I don't think we're near Tom Riddle era yet. No, I don't think so. So, um, so there's got to be that. Like, I feel like there's a movie waiting to like how Dumbledore came to be like headmaster. You know, I I just I you know and and why he's like like go into more of why he's so feared by Voldemort. 
I think I feel like that 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 that's a movie that needs to happen. I tell you, love interest. Yeah. <laughs> Go away, jeez! <laughs> oh my gosh, what is this going on? Uh-huh. Um, but you know, but as you know, I know Randy just said like you know how this thing is milked and everything. It there's so many ways for it to be milked. I mean, I to be honest with you, I I had heard of Pottermore, but I didn't realize. How big of a deal Pottermore well, was until Pottermore we were on the car ride over, and like, no, and, like and Brandon that, and, and that Scott were the surface. Oh dear Lord in heaven there above! Is, there is the, actual works of writing in Pottermore about the rest of the Harry Potter universe. Yep. Good is, golly, is it by J.K. Rowling or no? Uh, well, it's some of it is by J.K. Rowling. There's actual writings by J.K. Rowling, but then there's other uh, others of it that is just approved by J.K. Rowling. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, the, my the blown. universe is a lot Jeez. bigger than you think okay. it is. It it's is a massive. lot. It's pretty big. <laughs> so then, how? All right. If you're, if you want your little like corner of the world here, I don't Brandon, have anything you... to do with Pottermore okay. besides the quizzes. I was like, nope, I can't do this. Bye. He found out so, yeah. his house is in his wand. Yep. And I was like, Patronus maybe, and goodbye. Walked out the door. Yeah. Yep. I was like, goodbye. I had never known this stuff though. Like I didn't. You know, I, I know I'm in the closet. Yeah, see, I guess I, it's crazy. I tried that, not that to touch it. Should not have said in the closet. That's not the right term. I'm like. In a box? Under, in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> which apparently is one of my worst fears. I mean, so. closets and boxes are dark. I, it's when true. They're closed, so. <laughs> also acceptable cellars and basements. Yes. Jeez. I don't know what's going on with me. My brain is not working today. Oh. But but I like like we're in the car ride. We stopped and got our Starbucks, you know, and, and we're sitting there talking and Scott and Brandon start to, like, oh, I'm Hufflepuff and, you know, and I'm, I'm like, how do you know this? Like, do you just pick it? And I'm like, no, I wish that was I'm like, the case. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, so Wendy was like, Wendy's like, okay, well, Scott, what is your house? I'm like, I am horned serpent. She's like, that's not a house. <laughs> I was genuinely confused. Genuinely confused. So right then and there, Scott pulled up his phone and he created an account for me. And as we're driving over, he's asking me these questions. And we found out that I am a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. That's yep, pretty awesome. <laughs> Did not think that was going to be the case, you know. But I, I am a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I can't talk. I'm going to just walk out now. As well as say, uh, you know, since she's in America, technically she'd be under the Elvermorny house, which was um, what was it? A put Pudge Wudgie or something yeah. like that. Puck, Puck Wudgie. I'm gonna. I've, I've got. I up. have it written down. Hold on. <laughs> I got it up. I, a a puckwudgie. Yeah, puckwudgie. Puckwudgie. Although I only really care about the Hogwarts houses, honestly. <laughs> I was like, Hufflepuff, I'm down. Originally, I was like, I want to be a Ravenclaw. And I, I, I got denied. I'm apparently I, Hufflepuff. I am, on every quiz and whatever I've taken, I am 100% Ravenclaw. Well, I mean, <laughs> your manager does call you the professor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't really surprise me, yeah. I guess. So and I've taught people coding over at Facebook, you know. Yeah. And what so and then and then my wand, apparently I am the wild card. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. She's a spruce wand with dragon heart, so she <laughs> she it it says that she is very powerful but very prone to accidents. <laughs> and that the wand can just sometimes choose what it wants to cast for her. So So I need to be the alpha in order to control it, apparently. I referred to her as she's essentially if anyone knows D and D terms, uh you know, she is the wild magic sorcerer. 
Uh, the wild po- card. Potent I understood magic. that reference. Yeah. <laughs> potent magic, but at any time she could turn herself into a flower or summon unicorns. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully it's the unicorn. <laughs> I want to ride off into a sunset on a unicorn. Um, but, but, okay. So, yeah. So, Pottermore, totally a thing. Yep. Did I did not realize how big this was. See, I'm not a hardcore Harry Potter fan. I really enjoy it. I'm not. I I never claim to be like. What what do they call themselves? Potterheads. Yeah, Potterheads. Oh, see, all right. I was guessing. Potheads. Potheads. <laughs> I, I I think I think that's something else. <laughs> or, or, or 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 you know, if you want to get away from Potter specifically, you could be like Hogwarters or something. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Potterheads make sense, which is why I just came up with like I'm like I'm yeah. like that's gotta so be I just, it. I just feel like, you know, what would what if you were a Harry Potter fan, but you hated Harry Potter? <laughs> but isn't it like isn't it like like universally known as like the Potter universe, like Harry Potter universe, Harry it Potter is, world? Yeah, type but thing? wouldn't that upset you if you just hated Harry Potter? Are you like a Voldemort follower? What is going on here? <laughs> I just don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> and we've officially like, hey, Randy, can you shut his mic off? Like, <laughs> I can. <laughs> I feel like you have lost all privilege to talk right now. I do not understand. Like, I like every other character. <laughs> so, all right. If you don't like Harry Potter, do you at least like what he stands for? <laughs> I mean stumbling into defeating things stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> not really what he stands for it's more of just what he, what he does. accidentally <laughs> is yeah <laughs> i just got sorted into gryffindor nice, nice. we are fellow housemates randy <laughs> i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for you <laughs> well it's probably enough for you to spend an hour a week with me <laughs> and then the hufflepuffs actually get Along better with the Gryffindors, so hello, bud. Hello. And then it's Makes it's sense. Ravenclaw and the Slytherins that get along better, supposedly. Huh. Either even though that Jack is a Slytherin and he's not happy about that. <laughs> but well, you and Jack can go play in the sandbox together, babe. Okay. <laughs> My Patronus is a heron. Mine was a hedgehog. I don't. I don't know what mine is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got to figure that out. Jeez, that's our homework assignment is figuring homework. out what our yeah homework fun. Yeah. I mean, Next. we're talking about a school, right? A school yeah. for wizards. Uh, so, so we got to do our homework to keep you interested. Uh, you know, <laughs> be sure to listen in to, for the next episode when we tell you what our paternus is. Yeah, I wonder if mine. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if mine was like a TARDIS? I mean, it's like they're both from the UK. That'd be awesome. I somehow don't think she has non-animal things. Huh. On Pottermore. That's... I think the Patronuses are only animals. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Although, although with like it, if, if, if they ever, watch. if they ever, if they ever like fix the chameleon circuit, though, it could turn into an animal. <laughs> All right. Headcanon wise, you could be a TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you know, another cool thing, and and I bring it up because um, we were actually listening to it on the way over here. Another cool thing about the Harry Potter is it's it's absolutely like all you have to do is start playing one phrase of it and everyone knows exactly what it is. 
their soundtrack. The, you know, the the Hogwarts theme, you know, the Harry Potter theme song, you know, like if you will. Careful. You know, what? <laughs> <laughs> but I do now. You're going into copyrighted waters. <laughs> okay. I mean, I purposely kind of like m- yeah. mixed it up a little bit, yeah. but. A little different. Well, you know, we're discussing it. It's covered under fair use. Okay. Also, we didn't actually play it. She, yeah, sang it poorly. <laughs> I purposely sang it poorly. I was just teasing her. Purposely, <laughs> I can sing. Messing with her. I do. I do sing. I can sing. I just purposely did it. Both of my foster brothers were music industry majors, so I know all the things that you should or should not do. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. So. I I sang it poorly, but my point still stands. So everyone knew what I was singing. Yep. Even with me singing it poorly, everyone knew what I was singing. Mm-hmm. My wand is an ebony wood with phoenix feather core, thirteen inches long, and supple flexibility. Mine is brittle flexibility. It yep. sucks, which really sucks. If I'm an accident-prone wizard, like what what is going on? <laughs> That's how they get you, uh, right? Jeez, but <laughs> she, mine is 13 inches long as well. Going see, to the store to buy hers. I'm, you know, I I I apparently need an even bigger wand to you know get in stuck into situations where it can break. I don't understand. So is ebony like what? What does it say about that? Because like I'm the wild card. Apparently, I, I didn't see anything. It didn't oh. give me details. Okay, yeah, it should have uh, somewhere underneath, like a more about this type of wand or whatever. Oh, let's more about my wand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting mine. Uh, impressive appearance of a reputation, highly suited to all manner of combative magic and to transfiguration. Happiest in the those of the hands with courage to be themselves. Frequently nonconformist, highly individual, or comfortable with the status of outsider. Ebony wand owners have been found both among the ranks of the Order of the Phoenix and among the Death Eaters. In my experience, the Ebony Wand's perfect match is one who will hold fast to his or her beliefs no matter what the external pressure and will not be swayed lightly from their purpose. Nice. Yeah. And I am a chestnut wood wand with unicorn hair core. And it says that chestnut is a multifaceted wood which varies greatly in its character depending on the wand core. Uh Phoenix core is the rarest type of core. Phoenix feathers are capable of the greatest range of magic, though they may take longer than either unicorn or dragon cores to reveal this. Huh. Phoenix feather wands are the pickiest when it comes to potential owners. Hardest to tame and personalize. So they won't like, like switch allegiances like my wand would. Because if I remember correctly, I think you said that mine can like once it's picked on to someone, then it's loyal, but it can change loyalties fairly easily. It says uh, three successive heads of the Wizen Gamut have uh, possessed chestnut and unicorn wands. Uh, for this combination, shows a predilection for those concerned with all manner of justice. Says the man who doesn't like Potter. I don't understand. <laughs> Because it's just not just that he's the main character. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All of his main characterism is literally stolen by, ba- by bad slash good luck. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I today. really don't know. I, I just, 
I feel so out of place today. <laughs> what is and, going and by on? rights, this should have been like your thing. Like, yeah. like you are you are the biggest Potterhead of us all. And 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 I said Potterhead, not Pothead. He's the biggest Potterhead mm-hmm. of us all. So, I mean, like I said, I I I love the Harry Potter books, and I I enjoyed the movies, not as much as I wanted to for the last few, you know, but I. See, I, unlike Brandon, I kind of like what they did with the fifth one in, in how they were able to fit in a lot of stuff with all those newspaper articles. So they weren't they weren't necessarily like putting stuff out of the book. They were still allowing some of it to happen just in the newspaper articles. And yeah. I feel like that's the only book that like like narrowed itself. And, you know, when they were making the movie, it's the only one that narrowed itself well you know uh, i don't agree with the ending the ending when they're in the ministry yeah there was so much fighting so much more in the book so much there was so much more but then again i'm kind of glad because i literally didn't want to do anything for like a week after reading that book because i was so depressed about serious You're serious yeah because if they would have done that like that scene as well in the movie as they did in the book, I probably would have like just shut myself in my room and there not was did like anything. Four or five chapters that they were in that battle, like just running through the ministry. And I felt like that that like because they there was some serious injuries on their side and stuff. So it was just like it was a little disappointing to see that in the fifth movie they're just running down a corridor and then they almost fall. And yeah. then it's over. And it's I get like, I okay. get that. I do. I do I'm get just that. Like, oh, I'm a little disappointed that we missed out on all that awesome action. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it wasn't just the action too. It was also there were there were other like conversations and stuff that we yeah. missed out as well. Um. So, but talking about like changing epic things, though, what about the uh, the cabinet? You know, it completely wasn't even like mentioned in you know. In the sixth, so they had to change how they came in in the seventh. Yeah, you remember know. what I'm talking about, right? The 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 teleportation cabinets, cabinet, yeah. yeah, that Malfoy was messing with. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember because I'm not a big fan of the sixth movie. I think that it was pretty. It wasn't close. It wasn't close to it the was, book no, at all. it wasn't, and it, it really wasn't. I, I remember liking the book a lot more, but. I would have to say, like, my favorite part of the sixth movie was not <laughs> when they laid down. It, oh, was it what's the spider's name? Aragorg? Aragog. Aragog. So close. Um, when they laid him to rest and everything and, and they were drunk. So Harry Potter's sitting there like, you know, with the fangs, doing his fingers with the fangs. <sighs> you know, he was so misunderstood. He just wanted to cuddle, you know. No, he did not. He yeah. tried to eat them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to mention the big fangs. Okay. I'm actually making the little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> Can we um, talk about real briefly, though, just how in Universal Studios, how they have the Harry Potter stuff down there? I want to go see it so bad. I've when we were down seen there. It in the first, the first part. Yeah. Because um, they've expanded it to the, yeah. you know, to both parks. So I've only seen it when, like, the original part. And I can tell you, all right, and this is going to blow everyone out of the water here, all right? I'm a huge Disney fan. We know this. Yeah. Disney will always have my allegiance, but I'm telling you right here, right now, the Harry Potter world blew Disney out of the water. 
when you walk into it, you are literally on the set of the movie. It is just phenomenal. And the actual ride there. Oh, oh my God. I I wanted to go so bad when we were down there. We just did not have the time. time. So, um, but we will make this happen. We will go down there and it will be great. Maybe maybe next time we'll go to the yeah. ocean too. <laughs> <laughs> a Florida trip is is in our future, I promise. So I kind of want to like like close off um with our um what our ideas and and Scott you're probably going to have to be out of this conversation since you don't really know like I'm going to ask about the the adaptation. Which do we think is the worst adaptation from book to movie and the best adaptation. Do you want me to start? You can go first because I, I have no idea how I would rank that yet. Okay. I think Prisoner of Azkaban was by far the best adaptation. I, I that is, I mean, and of course, definitely if you think differently, feel, feel free to let us know. But I feel like that that one was the best adaptation. Worst, sixth. I know I said earlier that like I mean I I I was very disappointed at how they did the fourth movie because it, the fourth book was my favorite. So I wanted the movie to be so much better, but worst adaptation I think was the 6th. I would have to agree on the worst being 6 5 or 6. I think I'm leaning more towards 6. And then when it comes to the best, even though I th- I like your The Prisoner of Azkaban. I like that movie more than what I'm going to say, but I think they did the second one the best. Chamber Secrets was good. It was good. I just... I don't know. I liked what they did with the third one better. But yeah, yeah but that's that, That's our, our thought process. So, but yeah, I mean, would it be fair to say, though, that the first three movies were by far the best of all seven? All, I, all eight. Well, yeah, like seven <laughs> and eight kind of hold like, I mean, especially eight, eight holds a little like special place in my heart. But I think that the like the first few were definitely a lot better than the, the last few. I think partly because the books weren't as big, so they didn't have to like count out as much stuff as they did with the last ones. But yeah. the first three movies were by far my like they, those ones are the ones I feel like did the best, I think. So. Yeah, I don't know which one would be exactly my favorite, though, when it comes to the movies. Yeah. I just think that they did the, be- the best job with the yeah. first three. So, but, uh, but yeah, I think that's gonna, gonna, um, end this this week. I think that, you know, so, um, this is Wendy and I'm Scott. This is Brandon and Randy making us sound good. <laughs> and we are here to say find a way to put some geek in your week. Have a good week.